Do you have a tendency to get overwhelmed easily? Does the simplest task for others seem daunting to you? When you think about where you are now with your health and where you want to be, do you get overwhelmed by all the options out there? If you said yes to any or all of these, I can guarantee that overwhelm is a well-trained pattern in your brain. It's been with you for a while. And I know this pattern of overwhelm very well. In fact, it's been a major part of my healing, as well as many of my students. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss where overwhelm comes from, how it shows up in your body, how it affects your healing, what you can do about it, and how Pia, a student of the MBR program, was able to kick it to the curb. Are you ready to stop the overwhelm and frustration and instead simplify your healing? I'm Jenny Peterson, a chronic illness coach who helps those with chronic illness and pain get back their life and health without diet, detox, or pills. If you're serious about getting back your life and health, it's time to put focus on the one area that will help you get there, your own mind. Join me each episode for conversations about simplifying your healing, success stories of those that I've worked with, and the how-tos of healing by using principles of German New Medicine. So let's define overwhelm. The Webster definition is to overpower or overcome in thought or feeling. A sense of inadequacy, overwhelmed. That's the dictionary definition. It doesn't really quite capture what I experienced in my body when I felt overwhelmed. So for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to define overwhelm as a generic overarching term for whatever we experience when our nervous systems are triggered into fight, flight, or freeze. If we can bring it back to the nervous system, we can understand it much better than a Webster definition. Simply put, overwhelm is a nervous system response. Now let's take a look at some signs that you may have if you are overwhelmed. Procrastination or lack of follow-through in ideas, plans, or projects. Feeling scattered, forgetful, distracted. Being unable to feel your body or to know what you need. Chronic exhaustion or chronic pain. Ongoing busyness, but with little to show for your efforts. Difficulty making decisions. Continual mind spin, replaying conversations, obsessing over the past, worrying about the future and a tendency to turn to numbing behaviors like TV, social media, shopping, and other addictions. Overwhelm occurs when a combination of external pressures and internal thoughts, feelings, and sensations remind our bodies, our nervous system, of some previous pain or trauma. As we all have different trauma stories, what causes overwhelm for you might be quite different than what causes overwhelm for me. This can lead to feeling alone, misunderstood, and unseen, which compounds to the sense of overwhelm. So here are some possible overwhelm triggers. Your basic work or project deadlines, or your basic to-do list. Conflict that is internal or external. Crowds, loud noises, being touched without permission. Attempting to play too many roles. At once, like the mother, the business owner, the wife, the friend, the community organizer, the volunteer. Uh, News or social media, painful memories resurfacing, or some type of transition, whether that be to a new job, injury, uh, marriage, divorce, having a baby, or buying a home. I recently took a poll, and it turns out that 74% of people with chronic illness are overwhelmed with trying to heal. So if you are feeling this way, you are not alone. 
I get it. There are a lot of options out there and not understanding why your body is doing what it's doing can trigger this feeling of overwhelm. And like I mentioned, overwhelm is a feeling that I know very well. Back when I owned my health and wellness store, I became overwhelmed with running my business. And because I didn't have the tools at the time to help me move through it, I sold my business. I thought that was my only option. While I did learn a lot from that experience, because I didn't learn how to work through that feeling by just selling my store, that pattern continued to show up in my life. It showed up as a parent. I got overwhelmed with the simplest things, from cooking dinner to doing the laundry. It showed up just prior to all my symptoms starting when we were moving. And then it showed up again in my healing. I would get overwhelmed with not knowing what I should be doing, why my symptoms were not going away, and just trying to figure it all out. It wasn't until someone asked me, how does trying to heal these symptoms make you feel? That is when I made the connection that overwhelm was a common pattern in my life. It just didn't start when I got sick. It was there before. Once I learned that the way we operate today as adults is programmed when we are children, I was able to trace back to where it started. I didn't have the emotional resources to deal with certain situations, and this is where overwhelm was rooted for me. Let's dive a little bit deeper into the overwhelm trauma connection. What happens when we become overwhelmed? Well, our brains shut down. Clear thinking evaporates and our sympathetic nervous system takes over, sending us into fight, flight, or freeze. And fight, flight, or freeze are all nervous system reactions that tell us that we don't feel safe, that something is happening that is potentially dangerous for us. Now, there are times when our lives are truly in danger and our nervous systems are responding appropriately through engaging in that fight, flight, or freeze response. And the standard example for this would be encountering a tiger in the wild. But most of the time, when we are feeling overwhelmed, there is nothing truly life-threatening happening. Rather, something is happening in our external or internal environment that reminds our nervous system of some previous, not yet fully resolved trauma. I'm going to say that again a little bit slower. When we experience overwhelm, something is happening in our external or internal environment that reminds our nervous system of some previous, not yet fully resolved trauma. This means our nervous system is then responding as if the dangerous situation is happening right in this moment. And just like that, we are triggered into overwhelm. All the brain or the subconscious nervous system, whatever you want to call it, needs is a reminder of, I felt this before. And it goes right back to that first time it's experienced it and goes, I know exactly how to respond because it's a connection that we call a track in the brain. Now, overwhelm can be triggered by either our personal unresolved trauma or by the unresolved trauma that lives in our lineage. Now, two examples of a personal trauma would be the following. You could be in a car accident, and then every time you got into the car after that, you would feel overwhelmed and panicked every time. That is, again, that car is the trigger to the subconscious, and that's why a person would be feeling overwhelmed if that's the way that its brain, that person's brain was programmed from that experience. Or another one would be being yelled at or shamed repeatedly by a caregiver when young and then 
feeling overwhelmed and being unable to speak up or respond appropriately when your boss or really anyone speaks to you in a raised voice. That raised voice is a connection to the nervous system to be in to be scared that it's unsafe. So you know whether it happened from when you were a child and you're an adult now, if that hasn't been resolved, the nervous system is just responding the the way that it was wired. Now, overwhelm may also be triggered by unresolved trauma that lives in our ancestry and is then obviously in our bodies and lives as well. This is often the case when we find ourselves repeatedly overwhelmed in situations where there is no noticeable connection to our own lives. Now, the overwhelm can be stemmed back to your grandmother, then passed down by your mother to you, you know, for an example. It's also important to note that feeling overwhelmed can be a learned behavior. If you saw a parent or someone that you grew up with respond that way in situations, if they responded with overwhelm, that's how you may have learned to respond as well. Is if every time your dad was late and your your mother, you know, got on the phone and she became completely frozen or worried and, you know, just responded in a fearful way and became just overwhelmed with the fact that your dad wasn't home you are going to learn that by just watching it. So that can be a learned behavior. Now let's take a look at how it shows up in your body. In German New Medicine, overwhelm is connected to the heart program. Symptoms such as tachycardia, irregular heartbeats, and heart palpitations are all connected to this program. Now this was one of the many symptoms that I had. It's also very typical for someone who is overwhelmed to feel like they don't have enough time to quote-unquote get it all done, which is then related to thyroid symptoms. That's the way I felt is, number one, I was having, you know, uh, palpitations and heart uh, irregular heartbeats, um, and yes, I was overwhelmed, but I also had that feeling of, I just can't get this all done. And then that feeling of when you're not able to get it all done, you fear, if I don't get this done, what's going to happen? And that leads to anxiety. So from this one feeling of overwhelm, there is a domino effect. There can be many other conflicts that are connected to it, which manifest several different symptoms. It's not uncommon in the world of chronic illness to have heart palpitations, thyroid issues, and anxiety all at the same time. Now, I'm not saying your particular you know, symptoms of those things come from that, from overwhelm, but it's very often that this, this is what I see, is that overwhelm is the, the basis of it, and from there, we have these other three symptoms. Now, again, it could be very different, and that's the thing about German New Medicine is nobody is the same in how we you know, help them resolve their symptoms uh, in conflicts. We are specifically looking at them as a person, as a whole, and what their patterns are. I'm just giving those as an example because it's very common of what I see with our students and also that was in my situation as well. Now, how does feeling overwhelmed affect your healing? When your nervous system gets the message of overwhelm, your sympathetic nervous system is activated. This means that the biological response in your brain is going to be freeze, run, or fight. And when we are in this conflict state within our mind, logic gets thrown out the window. And when you're overwhelmed and trying to heal, you're going to feel like you're spinning your wheels. You're really not getting anywhere. You might be looking up information, but really never taking action on it or getting a bunch of books and reading and saying, yes, I should do that, but never really taking any action on it. Or 
you taking lots of different actions, one, you know, something here, something there, and it's just overwhelming. You feeling like you're just in a daze bouncing back and forth from all these different modalities or protocols, and you're really just spinning your wheel because you're not remaining focused. Being in overwhelm uh, is going to cause you to freeze and do nothing, or it could cause you to fight and just continue to do more and more. So your days will not have any focus, and you might procrastinate on taking action. You may try a healing protocol and then stop and look for another one, or you might feel scattered and forgetful, turning to numbing behaviors like that TV, the social media, or shopping. And you could possibly even experience exhaustion because exhaustion is a way of your body saying, we need to slow down. You know, we feel like we're going 90 miles an hour and that exhaustion is we need some rest. So, you know, when our mind is in a state of going very quickly, the body is going to try and do the opposite to try and compensate for that. So these are all the signs of overwhelm and overwhelm stops us from healing because our brain is too worried about that tiger that is chasing it rather than focusing on healing. So let's talk about what can you do about it? In the moment when overwhelm occurs, whether it stems from personal or multi-generational trauma isn't really that important in the moment. In the moment overwhelm occurs, we need to basically bring your nervous system back to safety in that moment. So we need to come back to and safely feel what is happening in our bodies and then acknowledge that it's an old reaction and we can choose a different response and then return to the situation knowing how to take effective action. So when you're overwhelmed in the moment, you know, we got to take a step back, feel, bring safety into our bodies and go, okay, I am okay. This really isn't as big as probably what I'm making it out to be. I'm going to take a step back, feel it in my body, but also at the same time, acknowledge in my mind that this is an old reaction and I can choose to do something different right now. I might be overwhelmed based off of how I'm thinking about this. How can I simplify this? How can I take this big picture that I think is so big and really break it down into something smaller so that this overwhelm isn't consuming me? That's just one of the options. It really just depends on the situation. So we have to train our, ourselves to respond differently. For me, that's exactly what it was, is I was too, uh, I got overwhelmed by looking at something that I wanted or was, you know, reaching for or, or goal that I had and was like, I have no idea how to even start. So I'm just going to stop because I'm too overwhelmed with seeing the big picture. I, w- I want to get here, but I don't even know where to start. And, and that is really what for me, uh, helps me become this person of organization and learning how to simplify things. I really then went in a direction of learning about organization, breaking things down, creating systems of um, organization to help make life and business or healing easier. Uh, and so that's where my love of systems came into play it, for my healing is, okay, I'm looking at this as a big picture. How can I break this into something smaller so I can take a daily action today and not feel so overwhelmed with thinking I have to do it all right now? So that was the in-moment stuff and the way that I had to rewire my brain. But it also I also had to go back further to really identify what are the core issues, the root causes of this overwhelm and where it came from so that I can really make this lasting change. So that's for that long-term relief because we can only do the short term in the short term. If we want long-term relief from the overwhelm so that this overwhelm pattern doesn't continue to show up in our lives, we got to go and do the deep work. So to fully dissolve 
that, that both, both personal and generational overwhelm, it is necessary to resolve the underlying patterns of trauma, both in our bodies, subconscious, and in our lineages. The whole goal with this is to communicate safely to the nervous system. In-the-moment work is only going to do in-the-moment work on the nervous system. It's not going to be long-term. Long-term is you got to go and do the deep work and give the message to the nervous system that it's no longer in that original place, original event that programmed that overwhelmed feeling. This also includes learning about boundaries, not only with others, but ourselves. A lot of overwhelm comes from taking on too much and putting too high expectations on yourself, learning how to be comfortable with saying no, and also holding yourself to the boundaries you set with you are key components to resolving overwhelm. And our feelings of overwhelm are rooted beyond the present moment. So to resolve any type of pattern, we need to pull it out by its roots. Then making conscious effort to shift in the moment is so much easier. So for example, one thing that comes up often for women students is the need to do it all. Be the mom who does the cooking, the laundry, the volunteering, have a clean house, you know, have everything just be so perfect. These women are typically overwhelmed. But it's not the list of things to do that is causing their overwhelm. It's something deeper. It could be a belief that they had to be the doer of all things because that's how they were raised to think or what women were supposed to do. Or it could come from the desire to be a high achiever, which usually has a subconscious reward like praise. That high achiever was programmed when they were a child that if I do this, I might get attention or I might get a reward. And so that's, you know, it it goes into other areas of our life, regardless if we're no longer children. Or like I mentioned, it could be that when we were younger, that we were yelled at often when trying to do something. Maybe you were raised with somebody that was continually on you to keep doing things or when you were doing things, you were doing it wrong. And so this doing anything just became overwhelming. This is a big one because parents just simply don't have a manual for raising kids. And I know with having a kid myself is that, you know, kids don't always do things perfectly. And as parents, we got to kind of sit back and watch them do things imperfectly and be okay with that rather than critiquing them all the time and telling them that they're doing it wrong or just doing it just because you could do it better yourself. So as a kid, if this was something that continuously happened to you, uh, you know, being critiqued uh, when you did something or in general, just trying to attempt to do something and your parents are constantly down your throat about doing it, your nervous system, it was programmed that anything that you did was overwhelming. It just became an overwhelming task. And so we have to rewire your nervous system to respond differently. But we have to know where it came from. And in a lot of cases, it is from our parents and their high expectations that they had and, and maybe that perfectionism that also comes into play. Each person is very different because it's the nervous system, also the subconscious mind, that puts meaning to the list of things to do. So the list of things to do is a trigger that's connected to something bigger. The list of things to do is not the problem. It's how our brain is interpreting that list of things to do. So this was the case also for my student Pia. She was overwhelmed with being a stay-at-home mom and her symptoms were all connected to it. So let's listen in to where she is now after doing the work in the MBR program. Yeah, and I'm just not in that hyper vigilant, hyper like that sympathetic charge is is definitely gone. As a stay-at-home mom, you know, all the tasks that you have to do, 
Um, and I think this is relatable to so many women is that, you know, is that every day thinking, here's my list of what I have to do. And then just getting overwhelmed and like exhausted and stopping and not being able to do it all, or just burning yourself out, trying to get it all done. I think you've gotten a really good handle of that and have got this nice little routine. We helped you where you were, you know, trying to get this list of 10 things done in one day. And now your goal is just to get those three. How does that feel? Yeah. So like today, you know, is like my laundry day and like, you know, I am focusing on that. And when my laundry's done, then, you know, I have a couple other things that I'm going to get done. And one is just getting dinner together. And that's enough, you know, living in that rat race and trying to accomplish 20 things a day is just not necessary. And I see that now. So I really kind of just stop myself, recognize it now. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have to do all of that. It's not required of me. It's not necessary. And I just kind of really back off. Yesterday, I, I cleared the whole day and I didn't really do anything. And, and, and it was great. And my husband was like, yeah, we need to do this. Like, this is great. And I'm like, yeah, I did really nothing, nothing. Um, and, it, and it's fine. And it's like, that's what living is. You know, I mean, what is the point of being in this rat race of for what? Like nobody remembers that. Nobody, it doesn't matter. It's yeah, Jenny, it's so night and day. It's crazy. And even my sisters, my mom, my husband, everybody recognizes it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm on task and I'm just kind of doing it and leaving the rest, you know. Well, great job. That's that's a huge thing because obviously that's where your stress was coming from. That expectation, that overachiever, and who was putting that expectation on you getting those things done, only yourself. And when we recognize we are the ones doing it to ourselves, we can fix it. Right. Because then it makes me realize, okay, nobody is doing this to me. I am doing it myself. I would never allow somebody to do that to me. So why would I do it to myself? So it's just not necessary. It's it's not. Yeah. I feel so much freer, like so free and yeah. Absolutely. And that's not really something you signed up for, right? You just signed up to just have symptoms go away. But this other part of it, like the transformation that comes from it is not really something you sign up for knowing you're getting that. But do you feel that transformation is well worth it even in more beyond the symptoms to be gone? Oh, yeah, because it's just in everything that I do now, you know, when I would get that, I think that overwhelm, of course, had to do with why I was chronically sick. Mm -hmm. But it was, again, I never recognized it. Oh, this is a pattern that I'm doing, which is causing that. So I never realized, I thought they were like kind of separate. And no, it's that kind of mentality that that is what's causing that. So the less I, the less I am that kind of mentality and that squirrel, then I do realize the connection and why this is all calming down now. Mm -hmm. And I never realized that before. Never. I never, I just would try to escape it by doing more. And it's like, okay, but doing more (laughs) caused it. So (laughs) I just see the connection now. I, that was, that was the biggest, um, kind of revelation for me. And it was coming when you would just be like, no, 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 it's your brain. That overwhelm is coming from the brain. And that's why I feel so crappy. So the less overwhelmed I am, the better I feel. Mm -hmm. And that was huge for me. I, I, it took me a long time to make that connection. Well, and it took you a long time because it was a pattern you had for a long time. 
It was a pattern that came from childhood. It was who you are. It was, it was who Pia was. And so to break that pattern takes some Mm -hmm. time to keep chiseling away at that pattern. You can't change a pattern overnight. You have to change a pattern every day of just a little bit chiseling. So every day, every time you felt overwhelmed, you did something and it chiseled away a little bit at it that day. The next day you did something more. And eventually now you're seeing that big progress from coming that little chiseling that you did every day is now a big progress that you can see visually and you can feel it. And that's what happens with this work is it's a gradual progress. It's not like you wake up in one day, everything's better. It's a slow progress because we can't change those patterns overnight. You've been Pia and who you are and what those patterns are have been your entire life. So it takes time to time to shift that. And everybody is different on how long that takes. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of the work that you've put in and where you have come from when you started to where you're at. Um, And I can just even tell Jenny, like, you know, it wasn't even not so long ago um, in one of our sessions that I was just like panicked about like the end of the program. I kept talking Mm -hmm. about it. Like, the end of the program, the end of the program. And now that it's here, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> like I, I'm okay. I still can re- revert back to my, um, you know, even if I thought, Ooh, I, I have my book. I'll always have that. I have access. Like I can kind of go through and work this, you know, myself if I need right. to. Um, and then there's always support. So it's perfect. And it worked out. And like, I'm like, okay. And ready to be like, I'm okay. <laughs> We're ready to push like you I, out of the you nest know, and you're um, able to fly. That's what we, you know, I, I have people on the discovery call right. that will say to me, well, if I started the program and then at the end of six months, what kind of support is after? I'm like, well, you're already predicting it's not going to work and you're going to need me. That's not our goal. Our goal is at the end of the six months, you will have all the tools that you need to be able right. to uh, deal with life. And deal with with stress, deal with whatever you think is big now. You will, it will be so easy to deal with that after six months. And you really won't need me. I mean, if you do, we have the support there, but our goal isn't for you to depend on us forever. We want to teach you how to deal with your own stuff on your own with the tools that we give you. That's where empowerment comes from versus depending on somebody yeah. else. That's where it is. Right. That's all right. So, so yeah, those- I feel like I'm like a free bird and I'm ready to like. <laughs> Fly. <laughs> fly, baby bird, fly. <laughs> um, if there was something that you could say as far as to anybody that says, should I take this program? What would you like? What is the number one thing that you would say? Oh, just don't hesitate and do it. Like it, just do it. It's just so transforming on a level that I didn't even sign up for. Mm-hmm. And it was so much bigger than what I thought. So yeah, I was really interested in, in, you know, getting rid of those physical symptoms, but my life has changed just for the, I'm a better person. I'm a better mom. Like I'm just a better human being. Mm -hmm. So Jenny, thank you so much for your, for doing this. I mean, creating this, it's, it's so, so fantastic. So nothing like I've ever done before and it just resonated and it worked. So yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it. So if overwhelm is a common feeling that you experience, you are not alone but it also doesn't have to get in the way of your healing. If you have chronic symptoms and feel overwhelmed with trying to heal, the first step is taking one action in the direction towards lasting healing. You don't have to figure it all out right now. Just take one step. In fact, the reason why the MBR program is such a success is because we take the overwhelm out and have everything laid out for you as a student. 
You don't have to think about what you should do today or what old patterns and programs you need to identify that are connected with your symptoms. We have it all done for you. Rather than trying to figure everything out, you can focus on healing. So what is one step that you are going to take today towards your healing? Not five steps, just one. Maybe it's buying a book on mindset. Maybe it's making a promise to yourself that you're going to go for a walk every day, even if it's for five minutes. Maybe you will start a gratitude journal. Or you decide to book a 30-minute health breakthrough call with me. Whatever you decide, just pick one. From that one, you will be led to the next step. Small nibbles are much easier to swallow than a big bite. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe, share it with others, or leave a review so that my message can continue spreading and helping others heal. If you would like to book a free 30-minute health breakthrough call with me, please schedule at www.themindbodyrewire.com slash bookmycall. I will also have this link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you next time.